educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. That's exactly what we hope to do every day here. Little uh, information, little, little of this, little of that. And uh, before you know it, it's Friday. Uh, finally, I don't know about you, but uh, wow, it's been it's been a bit of, a, a whiplash of sports emotions this week. So we hope that uh, first of all, thanks for tuning in. We're glad to that you took us along for your ride home or picking up the kiddos, getting ready for the holiday weekend, whatever you're doing. We appreciate it very much and uh, start your Labor Day weekend. As we do every Friday with the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. Chef. Hey, Danny, how are you getting? <laughs> we're going to relive a little we bit of are, Ireland we this weekend, this aren't we? This Sunday night. Yeah, right. we're headed to Kansas City for the Irish Fest. Yeah. And uh, why do they do the Irish Fest in September? Not that I, I'm, I'm not complaining that they do that. Uh, they attract 20,000 people. Oh, okay. And that's a lot of green yeah. in many forms. <laughs> <laughs> Well, very good. Yeah, I and, think I think it's it's it was certainly one of the largest in the country, wow. if not the second or third. Yeah, yeah. Well, also welcome into the studio, Mr. Cody Schmick, a managing partner for Kincader Brewing Company, Sideshow Spirits, and uh, and uh, the German Beer House. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. And you brought some treats, and so we'll we'll pop those open. But uh, but I wanted to to get a perspective on Memorial Stadium because, yeah, my goodness, we had this incredible, incredible event uh, the other night uh, setting a world record, and I, I talked to more than one person who said uh, it was literally the greatest sport experience they've ever had in their life. Wow. And, saying something. Yeah, it is saying something. Yeah. And so, you know, so, you know, and they, we lay an egg again last night with the football team. But, you know, hey, we'll, we can recover. We can still, we can run the tables the rest of the season. Let's do it. <laughs> I like that. I'm a little more hopeful. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's I'll, always, ride, I'll ride your way. I'm always the guy whose glass is half full. But I wanted to get an update uh, from the university uh, because I had a lot of people ask me. I think a lot of people didn't even know there was beer uh, at the volleyball stadium. Or I mean at the volleyball stadium. At Memorial <laughs> Stadium. There you go. See how quick we do that? Uh, and uh, and one of those beers was Cody's beer uh, from Kincader. So, uh, and I think uh, Zip line had a beer but anyway joining us on the phone lines mr tim clare chair of your nebraska the university of nebraska regents tim thanks for joining us my friend tim you with us all right we'll try we'll try that hey tim you could probably hear me but i couldn't hear you but now i can welcome aboard tim couldn't hear a thing. <laughs> well, we got you. Hey, thanks uh, for taking uh, this Friday afternoon before Labor Day uh, uh, to chat with us here on the Dan Parsons Show. I just, I had a lot of questions when people were ex- explaining the wonderful experience they had at Memorial Stadium. Uh, people harken back to when Garth Brooks was there uh, back in uh, a couple years ago and how uh, the university was able to open up <clears throat> uh, alcohol sales. And I think a lot of people are asking asking that question can we make this permanent and and so i just thought <clears throat> uh, maybe for our listeners just a little update on how you guys view that what's the process of uh, uh, of making those policies and maybe just remind our listeners uh, how that how that's going 
Well, first of all, I'd like to say that uh, you know you bring up you bring up the volleyball, you bring up uh, Garth Brooks, uh, and just huge kudos to the athletic department and 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 Trev's team of people that just worked countless hours to ensure that it was a great just a, a great evening and uh I was so it was just so neat to be there on uh Wednesday night and watch watch volleyball but also participate in just everything about it was just perfect and uh you know I I I haven't thanked Trev yet because uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to him, but I thought he also did a great job on the weather. <laughs> uh, the weather was really nice. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. But, uh, no, it was it was it was just a great evening. And again, that doesn't go. That's not a deal where you just decide one day you're going to do yeah. it, and then you just go. There's so many decisions that need to be made. So I really hats off to them. Um, I had uh, some, so just just to camp on that a second, Tim. I had someone tell me as a friend of mine uh, who's very familiar with the Disney uh, operations, and he said it reminded him of a Disney production. So hmm. anyway, uh, that's, it, uh, that says that says a lot. Um, I thought that that uh, that drone uh, yeah. display uh, on the north end there was pretty pretty amazing as well. So it was just a great overall event. And, and again, I I can't uh, thank Trev and his team. Uh, they really did an outstanding job. Um, when you got people like Magic Johnson tweeting yeah. about it, you've got. Um, uh, Robert Griffin III tweeting about it. I mean, those are some big names in sports, and it's on the number one play they they talked about on Sports Center. I mean, it's yeah. amazing. Well, in my world, in public relations and marketing, you can't buy that. The the, the price to pay yeah. for that kind of publicity, you 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 can't buy it. And so anyway, so anyway, alcohol yeah. policy. Uh, I know people uh, commented that there obviously were long lines for the beer. Uh, Cody's beer was there, and Zipline beer, local beers, and I'm sure obviously the standards too, but uh, but you're not equipped, uh, I assume, uh, to do those types of things, but what's it look like for the future? First of all, for the policy moving forward, and maybe, I assume you don't have all those answers, but, um, and just what, what's the vision, or what's your vision of moving forward with, uh, with events uh, like that in the future? Well, it's, it's not necessarily my vision or anyone's vision. It's it's the university's uh, vision itself. Um, and when that vision is finally determined, um, then it will be a situation of not only doing it, but doing it right. And and you know that's that that was the experiment I think that we that we've done with with basketball. Uh, and agreeing to do it over at sell alcohol over it at PBA um, because we want to just see and we got to work out the, the kinks to it. We got to make sure that that when we um, are that, that if we decide we're going to do it, that we do it right. Um, uh, but nothing has been decided. There's no there's nothing uh, that's in the it, you know, in the works, in terms of it's it's on an agenda or anything like sure. that right now. Sure. Um, when you look at um, what we're looking at, is 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 obviously we'd have to there'd have to be a uh, there's a safety component to it. There's there's uh, 
the compliance piece. There's who's going to hold the liquor license. There's a lot of things that 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 go into this. And so again, like the the volleyball day and like the the Garth Brooks last year, this is not something that you just decide over the weekend that we're going to do it next week. Right. And, and, and and sell beer, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we've got a couple people in the in the studio today that run bars and restaurants, and and they know full well that yeah, those systems to put in, uh, you know, it's 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 tough to uh, it's it's not like you said, it doesn't happen overnight. One thing that I'd like to do, if we end up going that direction, is um, I'd like to have I'd like to have a. Uh, um, uh, some of the proceeds be used to help uh, with binge drinking yeah. and uh, like a grant type of program to yeah. help because there are let's be real there's people that have issues with exactly with alcohol and so I want to I want to put programs together to help help keep them safe as well I think that's smart well Tim Clare chair of our University of Nebraska Regents thanks my friend for taking a few minutes to check in with us today I hope you have a great holiday weekend. Thank you very much, Dan. Always a privilege to talk to you. <laughs> Likewise. Okay, let's take this quick break, and we'll come back and crack open a cold one to get you started on your holiday weekend here on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Friday edition, the Friday Afternoon Club, with Chef Kevin Shin and our special guest, Mr. Cody Schmick from uh, Kincader Brewing. And thanks, uh, thanks a bunch to Tim Clare. It's not like Tim didn't have anything else to do trying to recover from uh, uh, all the activities uh, with the university this week. Uh, and so thanks, Tim Clare, chair of the University of Nebraska Regents. A uh, little bit of, uh, guys, I didn't quite get enough out of him is what I was hoping for. Uh, He's playing it pretty close to the he, best. Yeah, think, yeah, so. yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Which I get. I yeah, get. that's okay. But he did. So Cody uh, and, and Kevin, what, uh, you know, Cody, uh, Kevin usually uh, chooses our yeah. for the for the day, but uh, thanks for uh, coming in. And, Absolutely. Uh, so some of these were served at the volleyball game. Yes, yeah, night. we were really excited. So we, I got a call. Oh, probably four months ago from a, a gentleman named Doug Ewald. I don't know if you know Doug. Yeah. He's part of Trev's team. Yeah. And he said, hey, Trev uh, is going to do a very Nebraska event and would like to have Nebraska beer at this event. And you guys' name came up, and he goes, are you interested? And I go, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. so, so at that, think at that point, the, it wasn't revealed what the event was or not? No, no, he had told me. So they had announced... And then, then he called me, and 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 it was just kind of you know in the process of I don't even know when they what the timelines were for sure, but no, I knew about the event. He called and he said, "Hey, um, they want two of you guys' beers at this event." Um, he said, "You can bring whatever you want. Nice. Um, you got to be able to do sixteen ounce tall boys and." Then uh, you got to guarantee it on the back end, which basically means they're not going to sit with a bunch of inventory there, you know. Okay. And so we kind of had to figure out what that looked like. So we went up there, you know. The, the, we've got the national beers, uh, you know, kind of all the light beers. We decided to go with uh, a couple of our fun summer beers. So we have our grapefruit rattler. Uh, this one was part of an event years ago. Grapefruit uh, um, German wheat beer, yeah. basically, uh, one of our better sellers. And then we have Son of the Beast, which is the summer version of Snow Beast, which is our oh, big I season. 
said that, yeah. So it's a vanilla cream yeah. ale. So yeah. we did those in two 16 ounce sizes and and put them out, uh, put them out in the stadium. We even did a special uh, label for them, and we we snuck a volleyball in uh, the snow beast's hand specifically for that location. <laughs> you know, for for Memorial Stadium. That's awesome. So, well, no, it was go. great. Yeah. yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we, it was it was man, what a cool experience. Um, my phone was just exploding with people tagging me and and sending me texts of them drinking our beer in the stadium and and uh, telling me that in a lot of the bars it sounds like it's sold out. So uh, we haven't got final numbers yet, but uh, pretty proud of my team and and uh, uh, it was. You know, being a Nebraska boy, you know, growing up, Absolutely. watching all this all the time and being a part of a big event like this, uh, it was pretty special. Yeah. Well, and as as Tim said, uh, tr- uh, kudos to Trev Alberts for uh, for this, uh, for pulling this off. And for someone, whoever, uh, you know, deciding that we needed some Nebraska craft beer. Mm-hmm. And because uh, as we've talked on this show before, and Cody and Kevin and I, we've talked for years about... Uh, this industry that has blossomed in our state yeah. of craft beer. It's pretty neat. And you guys have helped lead the way. Yeah, yeah. You know, we um, this thing has grown bigger than, than what we even imagined, you know, and, and kind of we have all these different offshoots with the German Beer House and yeah. now making bourbon in, in, in Lincoln here. And, and so it's fun. It's just a fun to be a part of it. It's fun to, to bring good experiences to people in Lincoln and across the state. And then it's it's super rewarding when we we land one of those big fish man, like that man. too, you know. Well, Chef Kevin, you know, uh, part of the theme today uh, for Labor Day. I mean, what better way to kick off Labor Day and to celebrate workers, uh, American workers, than with a good uh, Nebraska beer? That's right. That's right. One thing that. I noticed when I moved here thirty three years ago is Nebraska is loyal to its own. Yes. And so it's not surprising that they grabbed a hold of your product. One, it's a really good product. Thanks. Thanks. So, you know, that helps. That, that, <laughs> that's important. But because it's a great product, it's a local product. I think people are just grabbing onto it. Yeah, yeah. It's been cool. You know, we, we've we've been doing this almost ten years now. We're going to celebrate our ten year anniversary as a company wow, next next right. year. Yeah. And so, man, it's just like if it all went down today, I'd still be glad I did yeah. it. You know what I mean? I've met so many cool people, and I mean, built such great relationships, and and uh, just been part of great communities. And it's it's really, I mean, I, I preach beer a lot, but I think beer is this this equalizer it that is. gets everybody to the it table and. Is. And I can, you know, I, I take a lot of pride that I can sit across from another person, have a beer with them, and find some common ground. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important, especially in today's world. So, Well, for our listeners who may have forgotten when you've been on before, uh, Broken Bow Company, uh, Sand Hills Company. And, uh, and here you are with three different projects here in Lincoln. Uh, you're in Grand Island. I mean, you, you guys yep. are... You guys are the, the little Sand Hill community. Is uh, I is, stopped through there uh, probably on your second year. Okay, <laughs> and I remember thinking this is going to work. Oh man, that's cool <laughs> because it felt so. It, one, it felt so Nebraska. Yeah, you know your yeah. brewery, your location. Sure. You're there in town and your people. Um, it was uh, anyway. I just can't say enough about how Nebraskans love their own, and yeah. you've got a great. You got a great 
product and position. Thanks, too. Jeff. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, in the second half of the show, well, we can start now. I'd really love to hear. Let's open the phone lines, 402-479-1400. Uh, I, here's my question. Um, if Memorial Stadium, uh, when was the last time you were at Memorial Stadium? And did you go to the volleyball game? And did you go to the Garth Brooks game or game, uh, concert? And do you think there's a place uh, for alcohol in Memorial Stadium? Because you heard uh, Tim Clare, uh, chair of the Regents. You know, they're still working through this. Uh, I think they're still trying to figure out from a safety perspective. You know, this isn't this isn't easy decisions. But let's face it, uh, when you have uh, when you're when you're in an entertainment venue uh, and you're maybe struggling, as we have with the football team, uh, to continue to fill that stadium for football games and then think of other creative ways to use that space when it's not being used for football, obviously alcohol is one of those things that the, the public is going to demand. And so being a state institution, uh, there has to be a balance between uh, providing uh, those amenities uh, and doing it in a way that, as, as Tim Clare said, that is safe to the community and also doesn't give the wrong, uh, the wrong message as a college institution uh, for young people or for anyone to be abusing alcohol. So anyway, it's a complicated uh, process. But anyway, we want your input on that if you've got thoughts on uh, alcohol at Memorial Stadium and, and just how creative we can be in using that space uh, for things other than what it was built for as a football team. Yeah, I would love to see more. I mean, we did go up to the Garth Brooks night, and wow, what a shot in the arm that was for the hay market. I, I would say this, and, and I'm going to speak for, for a few of the businesses down there. I don't know if we were ready for that, because that Garth Brooks night, it was like it was like a full game day pushed into about two and a half hours. You know what I mean? And and one of the things that, that was really interesting about the Garth, why did Garth Brooks concert feel so much busier than like a football game day? And I think it was because on a football game day, half the people go and tailgate, right? Garth Brooks, they didn't tailgate. They came down for dinner, for drinks before, and then they went to the show. But man, I, I they trusted was, you for the tailgate, <laughs> right? And I think our crew did a pretty good job. But I know, I know a lot of people. I mean, it, it, we just got hammered down there, and and and. Uh, but I, I, the consensus from the Haymarket is is more of those events. How do we get some of those artists that can sell that stadium out? Yeah. Well, and you're built to do that now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. unlike the experiment that, you know, 10 years at Bread and Cup when there wasn't uh, a PBA there and there wasn't uh, these big events and you were catering to a, a much different clientele <laughs> right. 10 right. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, but it still took a long time for folks to figure out that we were there. Sure. Um, because they, the sea of red just flowed by and right. until they figured out. Then they stop before and after. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah right. exactly. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, uh, we're going to take this break for the news. Uh, but, yeah, we'd love to hear from you, 402-479-1400. Get in line. We'd like to hear your stories of uh, should there be alcohol at Memorial Stadium, and would you uh, come to an event that uh, that serves alcohol? Should be there be alcohol for football games? Well, let's take this news break, and we'll be back after that on 1400. Educating. Informing. Entertaining the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. Well, we're finally to the entertaining part of the Dan Parsons Show. It's been a 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, absolutely. What do we chop liver over here? <laughs> well, I meant the rest of the week, <laughs> Chef. That's what I mean. It's the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin, and we're our special guest, Mr. Cody Schmeck, a managing partner of Kincader. Uh, brewing, Sideshow Spirits, and the German Beer House, all of those you can find right here in Lincoln, America. And uh, and thanks to Tim Clare, uh, Chair of the University of Nebraska Regents, for checking in with us, uh, giving us a little update on the uh, alcohol policy at Memorial Stadium. And uh, I don't know about you, but it's been a whiplash, back-and-forth, emotional, uh, sports-filled week uh, with this incredible, incredible uh, volleyball game that was played at Memorial Stadium. Stadium that uh, made world news, a world record. Uh, Fo Pellini, and, and by the way, uh, check out the uh, check out the uh, Twitter page of uh, the Dan Parsons Show and the Facebook page. Uh, and I reposted the Fo Pellini uh, uh, from yesterday. Uh, Fo Pellini said, "If you really want to impress me, play a football game in the volleyball building." <laughs> So. <laughs> He's great. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, the discussion and join us if you'd like to four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. You know, Memorial Stadium and uh, uh, alcohol use there. Uh, and so, anyway, we'd love to hear your uh, opinion on that. But but let's keep talking about. And it is kicking off Labor Day weekend. And what better way to do that for the uh, working American? Uh, workers and you know I don't know about you guys uh, uh, my background my dad was a laborer an auto body tech his whole life and uh, I know Kevin's uh, background in rural Oklahoma and you know this is this is a beer for Labor Day weekend uh, 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 and so anyway we're hopefully kicking off your Labor Day weekend uh, the way it should be uh, to get you ready and and have some fun, but uh, Kevin, uh, do you have a song for us uh, that just, matches our theme just here today? To have a song, yeah. that fits the uh, occasion called uh, "Brewing Up a Storm" by the stunning little old band from Galway. We weren't in Galway; we were close. We we're close to Galway. Yeah. yeah. So um, I thought this is a pretty good song for uh, our guest uh, Cody. <laughs> Good song. Yeah, yeah, I like it, man. Thank you. Here. <laughs> I dig so it. Long. I dig yeah, it. absolutely. That's well, great. uh, so we were in the break, we were talking about the hay market and the changes that have happened in the last 10 years in, in that uh, part of town and, and uh, the 10 year anniversary doesn't seem possible of PBA and all of that de- development, the rail yard. And uh, now, Cody, you're in the heart of it. You have been now for yeah. for a while with Kincader and now with the beer house. You are smack dab.
dab in the middle of what's going on. I love the Haymarket of Lincoln, man. It really, you know, it's it's something. If you guys haven't been down there for a while, there's there's good restaurants, there's good events. I mean, just it's a it's a community down there, and and I feel like it's going to continue to grow. Um, I know there's some challenges in the Haymarket, just like there is with any downtown area, uh, but uh, overall, man, it's clean, it's safe, it's inviting. And I know a lot of great businesses, business owners down there that are doing everything they can to make it valuable to the community, um, our group included. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when Kevin and I uh, came back from Ireland uh, and, and Europe, uh, Kevin was other places and I was in Amsterdam, and, and we made it a mission. We're going to lobby the city uh, to close off some streets down there because it, to make it more walkable, to make it more, just imagine, and Kevin, pick up on this. I mean, just imagine what it would be like down there if we had uh, some of the restaurants out into the street. And, and uh, Well, every every Saturday morning, I go down to the farmer's market to shop for my restaurant, and occasionally there's an event like graduation or some kind of conference and there are these poor forlorn people stuck on 8th street that don't know where to go and then they're clogging up traffic and i'm i'm thinking let's just close 8th street mm-hmm. we the, we have uh the uh, bypass around the back to get to the parking that's quite sufficient but open up that 8th Street corridor for pedestrians, dogs, uh, open beer gardens. Uh, I just think that would add so much more to the Haymarket that's already um, has great value. So one of the complaints I know from past <clears throat> discussions in the city when we've talked about we've had this discussion before is always parking. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes mm-hmm. to complain mm-hmm. about parking. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to hear your perspective, Cody, because... That's the other thing I'm going to do. I'm going to devote an entire show mm-hmm. about parking in downtown mm-hmm. Lincoln. Todd Ogden is on board with Downtown Lincoln Association uh, because it's a myth. It's a myth that there's a problem yeah. with, that we don't have enough parking. Right. So that's that's one of the issues that business owners and others would say is, well, we're taking we're taking away those parking spots. Well, to be fair, we have different kind of parking. Like correct for the, for the first six years of my business. I was on the north end of the Haymarket, and there was no other businesses down there after five o'clock. All that street side parking was people was, could pull right up to Bread was, and Cup, and it was free walk in the front and door. accessible. And then, when the arena opened, that the demand for parking went up, and then people began to complain that oh, there's no parking. Well, there's parking. It's you, just it's not just not right in front of there. It's just not the way you remember it. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of Nebraskans are were, were wired to to want to park and see our our car out the window of any given establishment uh, that we have. Yeah, I I agree with you, Dan. I don't think it's a shortage. I think it's a distribution problem, you know, down there and and just trying to get folks to to move over. And we got four, three, now four beautiful garages that are easy in, easy out. Um, It really, it's it's better than it's ever been right now, even though it's continuing to grow down there and there's more and more things. So I, I don't know if very many of the businesses would kick back on some of those street closures. I think a lot of them like the idea of it um we've tried to you know lobby for it for sure on like game days that would be a huge that would be a huge shot in the arm for us to be able to mm. i mean our limitation is space on game days mm. we can jam as many people into our places as yeah, possible let's close but down our limitation yeah. space so yeah. if we can get more space 
Why not? Yeah. I mean, well, we're working on it. Uh, well, one thing one thing about change, especially in, on on an issue like this, where people are we're asking people to change, change their idea of where to park. Yeah. Um, that is a sense of loss, actually. Yeah. So you you're used to doing something a certain way, that goes away. That's a loss. That loss has to be grieved. That grief has to be led. And I think our city leaders can say, "Hey, here's where we're going." We're yeah, we have that vision. Though. We're losing this, but we're gaining this, and that's why why there's always got to be a, a sense of vision through a sense of loss. Okay, uh, I want to transition into food because we've been talking about drinking, and uh, you know, on an we shouldn't be drinking on an empty stomach. <laughs> so let's start talking about food. Uh, so, chef, what's uh, what's cooking in your kitchen? Well, September first. That's a marker for me because that even though it's still summer. In my mind, there's there's a sense of fall because um, things are diminishing at the market. Like we're not going to see sweet corn quite as much. The tomatoes are going to get smaller. Eggplant not uh, not going to be present. So now we're going to move into new kinds of fall um, fall food. Uh, one of which, uh, my favorite, is squash. Yes, and it's still tad or we'll see it. Uh, we'll see it tomorrow morning, but uh, it still feels a little warm to, to cook squash. But uh, squash is a great um, medium, is what I would call it, because um, it can go into a lot of different things, just like tomatoes. You can make a sauce out of it. You can make um, uh, make a pasta out of it. And do you, have a, do you have a squash that you prefer? I love butternut squash. Yeah. And then I love acorn squash to uh, cook in, and then of the same family are these little baby pumpkins that'll be coming soon. So, Cody, uh, you've got an event coming up this weekend. We do, yeah. Tomorrow is the first of our Kincader Oktoberfest, so we're starting here in Lincoln. Um, it is uh, that season. I mean, a lot of people are like, why are you having an Oktoberfest in September? <laughs> well, in Munich, they started in September as well. So um, it, this is our first of many. Uh, the two Lincoln ones are tomorrow, starting at noon at Kincader Brewing in the Haymarket. Uh, we got great bands going all day. Angie, Chris, and the Polka Tunes, the Polka Ooh. Police, if you've never nice. seen them. The Polka Police are, are fantastic. Nice. Um, Angie does a great job. She has a huge following. Um, does she play the uh, harmonica? I mean, the uh, accordion? Uh, uh, she does, yeah. yeah. She yeah. She definitely, they both play the squeeze box for nice. sure. So, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, and then actually, we're going to finish with a little bit of blues. Hector Onchondo is oh, going to come out and headline oh, it for us tomorrow. So, Hector, yeah, yeah. look at I'm going to cancel. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Yep. So, yeah. Hector will be out tomorrow to close the close the day. So, have you heard him? Oh, yeah. We book him. Oh, I book him about 10 man. times. Ke- Kevin's is uh, across our location. Kevin's so one of his biggest fans. Oh, on. really? Hector, yeah. He's, he's a solid dude. I, yeah. walked, I walked into Havana Garage in Omaha. He was playing solo. Yeah. I thought, where's the band? <laughs> and I asked the bartender, he says, yeah, there's there's Hector, and yeah. then there's everybody. Yeah. 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 Hey, let's take this break, and we'll come back and finish up here on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, I hope your Friday afternoon is starting like ours is. We're... Uh, we hope to, that we're leading you in to the Labor Day weekend. Uh, the workers of America, uh, this is your weekend. And, you know, we all have some connection 
with that labor workers in America. And that's why this holiday was created. And, and what better way to celebrate the workers of this country, uh, in this state than with a good cold beer? And so we're, we're, uh, kicking off the weekend, uh, enjoying some, uh, Kincater beer. And, uh, we've got Cody Schmeck, a managing partner at Kincater, uh, and his other shops, uh, the Sideshow Spirits and the German Beer House we've been talking about. And of course, Kevin Shin, Chef Kevin, uh, every Friday joins us here on the Dan Parsons Show. And, uh, Kevin has his own little micro restaurant now at the Portico. And, and you, you got a, you got a gig here in a little bit. I do here in about 30 minutes. <laughs> Showtime. Oh, uh, and, and yes. And so we were talking food and music and, uh, but Cody, uh, your food history is just such a great story. Just remind our listeners, uh, of, of the, the great food that, uh, you serve at the, at the beer house. Yeah. You know, um, talking about that, that laborer, that blue collar, uh, guy, my dad is, has been a butcher for, um, about 50 years yeah, now, so actually great. over 50 years. And he retired. He turned, uh, he turned 70 this last July. And, uh, he said, code, what? He goes, what do you got to do? What, what, what do you have for me to do? I, I don't want to just sit around. I don't want to just retire. And, and I said, well, Dad, we're opening this German beer house down in the hay market. I said, why don't you make the sausages for it? And so we decided if we're going to, if we're going to do this thing, and we have two food items. We have pretzels and we have sausage and they're, they're both great they're both and they're great. both overblown, big, huge, uh, get the platter, folks. <laughs> Let me just tell you, get so, the platter. Yeah, so Dad's, uh, he's stuffing sausage, uh, every Monday and Friday for me every week and, and uh, it's been great. Man. And where does he, he do that? Uh, so we actually have an approved catering kitchen over at Sideshow where the distillery is. Oh, okay, so it's kind sure, of tucked sure. back into the middle yeah. of the building. And You inherited and, that. Yeah. yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, Kev's done some events with us over there as well. And and uh, so, yeah, so him and my brother Adam, they bust out all that sausage. And this week they're even more busy because we're going to have all that sausage at Kincater Oktoberfest oh, okay. tomorrow as okay. well. So okay. if you have not tried it, it, oh. is, it is some of the best sausage around. I would put it up against it. Anything you can for sure get at the at your local butcher, and and uh, so we're we're cooking those off. We're gonna have our our German uh, garlic sausage, which is a, a, a part pork, part beef, uh, old family recipe, been around for a hundred years. Uh, and then we have our cheddar worst, which is a fast growing one. It's kind of a spicy, got a little, it's a little bit, you know, um, a little bit of heat to it, and it just has turned out great. And, and like I said, if if we're gonna open a place with two items, they better both be good. They are, and, and they are. Well, uh, chef. Uh, I remember the stories of you creating your sausages, and uh, we were on a, uh, a food tour to Denver, Denver years ago, yeah. uh, pre uh, uh, Lincoln Secret Supper, and uh, and uh, you know it, it was kind. Of, we went back into the kitchen of this. Uh, well, let, let back up a okay, little. Okay, you bit. tell the story. You, you tell it a little bit. You tell this it. Is, this is why uh, it's a good have uh, a PR guy as your, <laughs> as your wingman and good best friend because uh, he starts conversations that you don't have. So we went, went to one of my favorite restaurants that's, that's no longer there in Denver um, and we were chatting and Dan uh, said, uh, well, th- 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 this guy's a chef. Can, can we talk chat to the executive? And, and in five minutes, we're back in the oh, depths buddy. of the back of the house talking sausage production and, 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 and curing. We, and, and we really get the, the, the secret because, uh, he wasn't, he was, he was concerned, uh, with the health department. Right. Right. And so he had hid his sausage making <laughs> yeah. from yeah. the Denver. Yeah. You guys actually saw how the sausage was made. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 
Um, not not that scary. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it really wasn't that scary. Well, well, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that is uh, the hallmark of 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 being able to uh, cater to people's needs. Not only understanding what, uh, and again, this is Nebraska. The you know understanding the needs of creating a beer uh, that people will drink uh, and creating food that people want. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been great. This this German beer house, uh, uh, beer house Maschuler is uh, how you say it. Everybody, Thank you, Maschuler. Ev- everybody wants to step away from that, and I'm sure I'll get somebody that speaks more German than I. Uh, but Svenja, who grew up in Germany, who works for me, she she's been coaching me a little bit. Maschuler, because <laughs> yeah. I do. I always just call it the German beer house, <laughs> I bet. and that's what Guilty we kind of think. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Maschuler is a is a uh, uh, translation into corn husk. So oh, no we just kept it simple. Oh, okay. Simple. So Cornhusker Beer House, you know, let's keep it simple. Um, but yeah, that's that place has been. I think we just struck a chord with a lot of people. You know, I mean, it, it's hard to throw throw a rock without hitting somebody of, of German or Czech yes. or Bohemian, yes. you know, descent. And uh, so there's uh, there's a lot of that nostalgia. I think that people feel. You know, we're doing we're doing we're keeping with purity laws, and we're making these German beers, and we're bringing yeah. in some great imports. But I'm, sh- I'm sure you're learning a few things along the way we are because yeah. uh, you remember the old adage no business plan survives its first customer <laughs> and so in theory m- mashallah sounds pretty cool but it didn't survive <laughs> no we've definitely got corrected a few times but that's that's okay we we welcome that we want to continue to be yeah. better and and that place has just has just ripped for us it's it's been great and 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 just growing it and seeing new people and new faces well as we say as people say in the real estate business location location oh location yeah. and and if people aren't familiar with your with your space that was a scooter's coffee house it was yeah uh, the epicenter down there yeah, you know there was there was three coffee houses right on that corner, and the the, the and there was no beer away. house. <laughs> there was no beer house, yeah. and I was and you know we're right across from Lincoln's Darling, the mill. I think the mill is great. I'm a big fan of the Sloans, and then the oven has got to be one of the better restaurants in Lincoln. And so we're 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 very fortunate to be on that corner. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, and again, remind our listeners uh, you got uh, Oktoberfest. Uh, starting tomorrow. Yep. So we have a ton of Oktoberfest. The two in Lincoln uh, are tomorrow from uh, noon to nine, directly after the farmer's market. It's free to enter. There's going to be music all day, uh, food, um, all that. And then Beer House, we're going to push ours uh, about six weeks, uh, October 14th. And that's going to be the big one. We had our Bachfest in oh February. We had about 1,800 people yeah. out for the Bachfest. And you had the weather of weathers. We yes. did. We, you know what? In February, we had this beautiful day and, and we we had about yeah, we had about eighteen hundred people yeah. out that day. It was awesome. Yeah, Kevin, you got a word for I us? I do. Yeah. It's from my dad, who influenced me deeply. It says I can still hear him say, "If you stop because you're tired, that's one thing, but if you stop because you're afraid, that requires a conversation." Nice. Cheers to Jack. All right. Well, folks, thanks for uh, tuning in today. We hope you have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Thanks again to Tim Clare, uh, Cody Schmick, and Chef Kevin Shin. Uh, We deeply appreciate uh, all of the participation here on the Dan Parsons Show. We'll see you Tuesday. Have a great holiday weekend on 1499.3 KLIN.